When you discovered the law of attraction, you started to believe anything was possible. Life got better, much better. Now you want more, but it's not working. That's where the Manifest It Now show comes in. If you've been waiting for someone who can teach you the practical application to manifest quicker and easier while having more, turn the volume up because the dynamic duo, Cassie Parks and Ginny Gain, are ready to teach you how to live the law of attraction like they do. It's time to laugh and learn. Hello, everyone, and welcome to this week's episode of Manifest It Now. I'm here with Cassie Parks. And I'm here with Ginny Gain. And today, we're going to talk about... <laughs> How to get the best <laughs> results when you're doing LOA. <laughs> uh, I'm laughing because Jenny said you guys had some, that she's heard some requests for us to do like live podcasts and record the video with it. <laughs> and um, we've done that before, but no one had questions. She's like, I think they just want to watch our faces. And when you just said that, I was like, oh yeah, I'd want to watch that. <laughs> 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 You're right. I do get pretty animated when I do those introductions. <laughs> and I guess like I have a, I always have a visual because I've recorded with you, la- you know, face to face enough times. Yeah. Uh, that I, that I have that. So yeah, we should share that joy with the world. All right. So coming up guys, we're going to have some live recorded video podcasts coming to you. So you'll be able to catch those on YouTube. Awesome. What are you excited about, Cass? Uh, I am excited about, uh, I have a client, I have my first client who's who's about to complete five years of working yeah, with me. That's so exciting. Yeah. And yeah, she's going to continue on. But um, just to hit that milestone of five years is so fun for me. It's so mm. in alignment of what I want to create in the world. And I'm going through her podcast episodes for manifesting success stories and just getting to relive um, the last two years of that journey. And it's just so fun. I love it. So fun to be at that place in your business too. You know, been coaching someone for five years and get to see that major transformation that happens in that time. Yes. Get to Mm -hmm. see, you know, the results and how her life has changed and, and how we get to say like, this, all this stuff didn't happen, but she realized she didn't want that. And this is all the cool stuff that did happen. Mm. And, um, just, yeah, it's so much fun to be at that place in my business, which is, I don't know if that's ever a place I thought I wanted to be in the beginning. Like I didn't know even to ask for that because Mm -hmm. it hadn't been revealed to me. It hadn't been inspired. Oh, I want clients for this time. You know, Mm -hmm. I want, I want the longer term. I want to go all in. And as I've gone into my journey and that's become more inspired, it's so fun because she's already here. So, you know, I, last year I was like, that's, you know, you can't do the future self workshop anymore until you're in for five years. Like you have to commit to five years of the enchanted circle to start the future self work because I want to work with people who are committed to that. That's my greatest joy. Mm -hmm. And Like, I'm sure I knew at the moment, but I, but I wasn't totally aware, like, that she was going to come up on her five years. Like, I knew it, but I didn't know it. Mm-hmm. And so it's just so fun to see that in play and then right behind that have this getting to celebrate, like, yeah, you've been here for five years. Mm, totally. And we were just talking about the power of time passing in order to be able to see all the details of your manifestations coming into place and how powerful that is. And we overlook that in the moment, but I know so many people listening 
have been can now look back at what has happened and unfolded and understand the value of that. Yes. Oh, so fun. Mm -hmm. What are you excited about? Well, I'm excited about our new hot tub that we got on the weekend. <gasps> Me too. <laughs> yeah, it was, uh, I mean, Lisa's wanted a hot tub forever and I also love hot tubs, but I'm like, we live in Florida and like, really? Do we need one? <laughs> 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 and so, um, but yeah, we do. And it, the cool thing is, so it all, it all kind of fell into place in a really fun way getting it. And I wanted to surprise Lisa for Valentine's Day, but then I'm like, we need to make this decision together. And, (laughs) (laughs) and so, um, it all came about really great. And then, so we were hot tub and Valentine's Day and, um, all day. And we've been in it like once or twice a day, every day since then. And we're just really enjoying it. And it adds the feeling we want to our backyard, uh, oasis. Like when I started visioning the backyard, I'm like, I want it to be an oasis, like lights and cuteness and fresh and all this. And we have bamboo and we have that tiki hut and, and it's now we have the hot tub and it fits perfectly. And we're just like loving the feel of it. So it's really exciting to have that feeling in, in our home, you know? Yeah. Oh, it's amazing. I love it. So where do you want to start with our topic today? You want to introduce it a little bit more? Um, yeah, should we introduce it or should I tell kind of follow up to the experiment that I gave our listeners last week and lead in that way? Perfect starting. So when, when we were recording, I, um, I hadn't pre-planned that experiment. I just threw it out because I wanted you guys to have something tangible that you could go put into practice that we said. Um, sometimes we just, you know, we talk and sometimes we try to give you really specifics. I feel like we do a good job of all of it, but I wanted you guys to have just something that you could do. And so I just put it out there and went on with my day. And then by the afternoon, I was like, I want to do that experiment. It was totally inspired and totally felt good. Um, and I want you all to take away from that, right? Is to, that it's okay if that wasn't inspired to let that go. Like you don't have to do everything Jenny and I said, you don't have to do everything, you know, any book you read says, like if you can learn to grasp onto the things that are inspired, you're going to have a better journey. And this leads into our topic. Um, and so I was like, oh, okay, I'm doing it. And so I set my alarms and I just and said, I'm going to do it. And texted me and said, I'm going to do it. And I'm like, oh, that's yeah. great. Okay, you're on your own. <laughs> <laughs> Which is awesome because I yeah. wasn't, I was just, I text you. Um, this is a good lesson for our listeners too. I was just letting you know to remind me to like tell you about it. what yeah. happened, mm-hmm. right? Not necessarily, oh, do you want to do it with me? Mm-hmm. And I think that's important for people. Like you can... You can do it on your own. And I know I used to always want someone to do it with me. Mm, Like that, I don't know what that was. Yeah. But it was like, oh, I can't, for some reason it didn't feel special doing it on my own. And now I love, I'm like, cool. Like just help me remember to be able to talk about it and share the experience versus you having to do it too. I will say that's probably like one of those things you can check off. Like I've, I've crossed this point. If you get as excited to do it on your own as, as sharing it with someone. Mm, yeah, I like yeah. that. Uh, and so I did it and it was amazing. And I just did it. I had no, um, no, there was no intent or I didn't expect anything. I just wanted to see what happened because it felt fun. Mm-hmm. 
And I, I knew there would be a good result because mm-hmm. thinking loving thoughts can only lead to yeah. <laughs> good things, but you don't know what they're going to be, right? And so I just wanted to do it for the experience, not necessarily to get something, which we're going to talk about later. It's sort of key. The essence of uh, manifesting. <laughs> the essence of manifesting, right? Um, and I did it and it was amazing. And I had this very cool evolution. And maybe that's a great point to just pause, jump into our story, and I'll share more of that as we talk about specific points. Yeah. The high, the most highlighted thing that we want to cover here is that what just what Cassie just said is that she did it for the experience of it. She did it for fun. She didn't do it to make something happen. So mm-hmm. in a really simple way to answer or to address the topic today of like how do you get the best results doing LOA it's to take action for the fun of taking it to take action because you feel inspired or because you want to do it versus doing an action with the need or the expectation that you're going to get something specific out of it yeah we're going to keep talking but you could turn it off now and that's you would have the most important piece is doing it because it's inspired or because you want to, mm-hmm. not because you want to want to. And we'll talk a little bit more about that, but because you genuinely like, I just want to do this it's and there's so, no attachment to an outcome. It's so like almost opposite to what you learn in manifesting so much. Cause it's like, go think about this, go write this, go mm-hmm. do this so that you can get the thing. But If you're only doing it to get the thing, you're missing the magic. You're missing the biggest point. I was talking to a client this morning and she, you know, she has her things to write and the things to tune into in the morning. And she's like, I realized I caught myself. She's like, I was just writing it. And I'm like, okay, whoa, step back. You're missing the whole point of it. And she's like, feel (laughs) it, feel into this. And that is what is making the difference. And that is what does make the difference is when you're doing it for the experience of doing it, not to get there. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I will say this can be one of those things you can choose your story, but if it is, if it is difficult and you're like, it kind of sounds like we're speaking another language right now. Cause you're like, I know they're saying something, but I don't quite get that. Um, this is one of those things that's hard to learn because of the way either manifesting is taught or you've trained yourself, right? Okay. I got to go do all of these things. Like if I want this, I have to go do these 10 things. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> And I'm sure I know, um, cause I think I know the first lesson in skills camp. Um, mm-hmm. but I don't think this is, I think this is the way your program is set up and this is definitely the way my program is set up. It's set up to do the things and let the creation happen versus doing the things to get the creation. A hundred percent. And the manifesting. Yep. Yeah. Um, it's- so this works, but it takes practice to, to lean into that. And to know the difference between those two experiences, because I think it just takes an experience like going through doing the things to realize, oh, hey, I'm just doing the things. Yes. (laughs) Yeah. So it's it's like there's there's one way there and and it's you got to go through it to have the physical real life experience and then the awareness of that to then be able to shift and navigate in a different direction to open to the to the real purpose when where the real magic is in that doing yes Mm -hmm. and I think you have to go through that with like you're saying like that experience in doing it to get the thing is how you start to release 
the need to do it for the outcome. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes it's hard for me to answer, like when people say, well, what do you, what's your daily routine and what do you do on a daily basis? Because it isn't the same thing every day. It's often full mm-hmm. of the same things, but they don't often happen in the same order or the same length or the same subject or the same style. Like it's very <laughs> inspired on where I am in that day and what's feeling good in that moment. Because if I ever do catch like the thought, you better go do your thing. I'm like, okay, nope, that's not what we're doing. <laughs> and <laughs> find the way, like, what do you want to do? What feels fun now? And mm-hmm. I think the more and more space we give ourselves, the more we feel and can hear that pull to like, oh, I want to go feel that. That's basically what preludes my any of my scripting or anything. It's I want to go feel that energy or I want to go feel that emotion. It's mm. very cool. I like what you said about the routine because I think there's a, there's a lot of things out there about morning routines. And I feel like they're always saying like you have to do this in that order. And I'm with you. Like there are things that make up my morning. They almost never follow an exact pattern Mm -hmm. because I like the freedom to choose first of all. Yeah. (laughs) So I don't ever give myself like I have to go here, but a lot of times that's what's I'm like touted is like, Oh yeah, it's this consistency of this. No, it's consistency of checking in and being in the energy and doing the work. Mm -hmm. Right. And that, like, a huge part of that is intention, is just being intentional. The consistency mm-hmm. of paying attention to what's going on with you, going on inside you, and following that and honoring that, that is being deliberate. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, so let's come and talk a little bit more about this, doing it without the outcome. Like, doing okay. it to do the action. So if yeah. there is, and it doesn't matter, right, whether it's an assignment in Jenny or I's class, if our clients are listening, or courses, or it's something you read in a book about, you know, saying a mantra or doing a certain yeah. thing or doing a visualization. Um, it's doing the thing for the experience and separating it from the outcome. Mm-hmm. I have to say one of the biggest things, one of the biggest examples of this that pops to mind and most recently when I'm tuning into how I want to exercise, how I want to move my body, because Mm. it tends to teeter a little bit on that doing, like I started walking and I loved walking and we walked to the beach and it feels amazing. And then I'm like, Oh, I've done this five days in a row. I got to keep going. And I'm like, Whoa, wait, what? (laughs) And I was like, Oh yeah, you got, you got to get your fitness in. And I'm like, okay, but Mm -hmm. that's not why I was doing it. So for me, it's a fine line in that area. And so I had started doing like, well, what feels fun? Like just to be outside and I've started rollerblading a lot more because it feels fun and I know it's good for me but the purpose of that for me is the fun of the experience it's not and any time I get to the point where it's like oh you better go this long or you better go at you know this speed or something I reel it back in and I'm like oh no intention of this is for the experience not the outcome of getting fitter Yes. Oh mm-hmm. my gosh. I, like I know one of my clients is going to listen to this. And I'm so excited because we've <laughs> had this conversation and I love that you said it, right? Because 
you and I have been doing this for a long time. And to hear you say, okay, you know, I did it, I did it. And then I was like, oh, I have to keep doing this. Like I have to plan it was the same thing she experienced um, a little while ago, right? She did something because it was inspired. And then all of a sudden it was like, oh, I need to keep doing this. Mm, Yes. And so that is one of those things that you want to start paying attention to and catching. And really it's okay to be like, no, and go back to why you did it. Yeah, that's a really good point too is because something was inspired at one point doesn't mean it has to continue to be the thing or the Mm -hmm. action you do. You are free to change at any time. And in fact, that's not usually how inspiration works. From my experience anyways, it comes in all these different channels and ways and things. So it isn't – if I try to force rollerblading when it stopped feeling fun – then I'm I'm trying now and I'm trying mm-hmm. to tell the universe what I know is right for me versus being led and guided to whatever is best for my fitness and health. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And now that I've so tonight it'll be a week that I've had these alarms set. Mm-hmm. And then I get to choose because I said I wanted to do it for a week, you know, mm-hmm. from moment I started till the moment I, you know, completed it. And and then I'm going to be aware and I'm going to choose like from just a place of not in not feeling any have to. But do I want to keep these on my phone or do I want to shut them off for now? Mm. And whatever's inspired in that moment is moving me forward in that moment. That's yes. so key. Not So Cassie hasn't been planning what she's going to do every day after this week is over. She's waiting till she's in that moment so she can feel the guidance of that moment to know what's best for her next. Mm -hmm. And I just got a hit of like I saw this vision of, you know, listeners and people practicing LOA. You might have started something in that very same way. Like you heard someone say it. Maybe it was even Jenny and I. And it felt really fun. But then you went and added it to your manifesting to-do list, which is now 50 things long, because every time something feels good for a little while, you put it on the list of I have to keep doing it. Mm-hmm. And that's how you get burnout on manifesting. Yes. Yes. Yeah. I totally agree. Um, I have to admit just one little thing. So when you did text me and say this, had this idea, I'm like, great, I'll do it too. And I set my alarms. I set two a day. And... The first one went off and it felt so great and I loved it. And then the next one went off and I'm like, I don't like alarms, period. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm like, I can't do this. I'm like, it's like disrupting my well-being when I hear this alarm go off. (laughs) (laughs) I know. So if it was for me, it would would have to be some other um, reminder, (laughs) some other Mm -hmm. more gentler reminder. (laughs) Which is awesome because Mm -hmm. I think um, I want to talk about this because then I want to go into sort of our courses and and how do we separate like doing the action that we've kind of decided we're going to do versus this inspired thing. But let's talk about this. So you're like, I have to find another way, right? So that's okay too. Like if the alarm didn't feel good, you could put sticky notes two places, right? If you you wanted to continue. You know, like yeah. every time I get in the shower, I'm going to think loving thoughts. Every time I walk in my front door, I'm going to think loving thoughts. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, there's so many ways to do. My alarm just went off in my head for thinking <laughs> <course>. loving thoughts. <laughs> um, 
There is so many. Yes, you can take it and do this same thing and make it feel good. But I think so many times people have that, oh, the alarm doesn't feel good. I'm going to throw, you know, this thing, like throw the baby out with the bathwater. Right? Like I'm going to throw the whole thing out instead of, okay, how can I make it feel better? Because I was inspired to do it. And you can just let go like like Jenny did. That's no big deal because it wasn't. I mean, if we look at it, it might have just felt fun to say yes. And I think sometimes we, yeah, it feels fun to say yes. But when you get into it, you're like, oh, no, that really wasn't inspired. Yes. But for those things that, go ahead. I mean, that is so okay. Like just, and the most important thing is not to have judgment around that. Like, Mm because I know a lot of our listeners do things with their friends and have different, and that's awesome. And it is still your responsibility to, if it stops feeling good, totally own that and let it be okay that, hey, I'm done with this, whatever we're doing, or letting it be totally okay. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And I think it's important to not to check in because it's always important to check in and your awareness is what drives everything and is enables you to create more and more. But if you were inspired to start it, it's important like to not just go, okay, I'm done, but to take that extra second and go, okay, is there a way to make it feel good or is it really time to put it down? Mm-hmm. And um, almost you can explore it a little bit like, well, why did I want to do that? Like what, mm-hmm. what, what did I like about that idea? Yeah. Which is such a great question. It's so much better than judging it mm-hmm. because that's the place that most people, they start, well, like I said, I would do this, but I'm not. Blah, I blah, blah, failed. Blah, blah. I'm no good. I failed. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't do this. I always do this. But if what you're asking, like what felt good about that? Oh, Like, I just want to think loving thoughts. Great. How can I get more of that in my life? Mm -hmm. Right? Yeah. How do I I engage in what I want? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Which could mean in that moment to get what you want, you just send like a very loving text message to Mm -hmm. someone or you call your mom or you call your sister, you call your best friend, you call your partner, right? In that moment and you're getting what you wanted and the reason why you wanted to say yes in the beginning. Yeah. And that's following and honoring inspiration as mm-hmm. well yeah absolutely mm-hmm. and it's that clarity right because I went into it for an experiment like let me see what happens when I do this that was very clearly the reason mm-hmm. just to see what happens yeah right um and so just going backwards and having that clarity helps you understand inspiration better helps you understand yourself and what you really want and how to get it right now that's a really good point to go through something and then when you're you're looking back at it and reflecting on the experience you had you get to understand what inspiration feels like more you gain Mm -hmm. a deeper understanding of what inspiration feels like for you and then maybe you do it again in something different and then now you have two different experiences to compare to of your own you know and you're like oh that one felt like that and this one felt a little bit more like this and I think this is actually more in this is what inspiration feels like for me because we no matter the words we put to it you don't know inspiration until you're feeling it until you're experiencing it for yourself and then reflecting back and acknowledging it hey that was inspiration (laughs) (laughs) right yeah all right um, so do you only do your morning stuff, your, your scripting, your LOA? Like, do you only do it when it's inspired? <laughs> no. Um, <laughs> so, uh, cool, I, you know cause what? I want to talk a little bit about this, like versus yeah. sort of that overall, um, 
commitment, which we have. Yes. So that's what I would say it, um, is more connected to probably is if I'm inspiration, sometimes I feel is like the excitement or energy of really like wanting to go do that, right. Being pulled Mm -hmm. to it. And so, no, I'm not pulled to my morning stuff all the time, but what does pull me is my value and, um, in honoring, yeah, honoring my value of wanting to be this consistent, steady, constantly expanding conscious being, you know? And so yes. knowing that as soon as I take that perspective, then that it's it kind of like it opens a space for it. So mm-hmm. it, it is more of a pull, but it does take that conscious realigning of how I'm looking at it or what I'm tuning into to be able to do that with alignment. Yes. So what I heard was it's this very, um, it's almost subtle and, and happens, can happen very fast, right? Okay. If it's not inspired, but what, what do I actually want? And then when you tap back into that, then it feels inspired and, um, like you want to do it. Cause I'm the same way. I don't, Mm -hmm. it's not always. And I will tell my clients like every day, I don't want a script, Mm -hmm. but my commitment to my future self and what and who I am, because for me it's also a very big commitment to who I am in my business and the way I live my life, um, in my future self. Um, that commitment to her overrides any and and I just do it mm-hmm. for her. Like I mm-hmm. would, like I don't necessarily. Maybe I don't always want to make my kid lunch. It's not like the <laughs> thing I would choose. But when it's lunchtime, I'm going to honor him and take care of him, right? That's a great example. <laughs> you know? Um, and we're, you know, going to have lunch because that's that's the commitment I want to honor. And so I honor my commitment to my future self. So I do it. And I don't try and force – I never try and force myself to feel better about it. Yes, I do what we're talking about key. here. Yeah. Just get in the action of doing it. And don't judge it. Like when it's really good at the end and I could feel the shift in my energy because I did it, I celebrate that. I love it. Mm. And it's almost always true for me. I don't – it's been very few times where I haven't felt better after, right, and felt different and been in that energy, right? But I also don't judge it. Like if it's a five one day and it's a ten the next day, there is no – I don't even – Analyze I don't even it. analyze measure that. Thank, yeah. you. Thank you. I don't measure it. It doesn't It doesn't even really come into my awareness, even though I know that that happens. I just super celebrate the 10 and I'm like grateful for the five. Yeah. And this, it comes up for me when I'm coaching and teaching meditation stuff. And mm-hmm. when I'm practicing that mm-hmm. myself, the same is the importance of non-judgment. And every, mm. every time you meditate, it's perfect. Every time you connect, it's perfect. And like the power in assigning that label to it takes you, gives you exactly whatever you need in that moment. Yes. Um, yeah. I want to come back to what you said. Do you remember exactly when you said, um, remember when we were chatting before and you, you said a line, I'm like, that's the essence of life. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it was, um, uh, celebrate when it feels good and let it go when it doesn't. Yes. Oh my gosh. Like, so that's yeah. what we're talking about with this action. Like when you're going into any actions or doings and instead of analyzing them or doing them to get somewhere, to get that result, to get that outcome, if you can go in just 
for the experience in that moment, which that's where all the power is anyways. Um, (laughs) And then if it feels good, awesome. And if it doesn't, let it go. And continuing to like live by that. Celebrate. If it doesn't feel great, let it go. There's nothing we have to like figure out more than that. Oh my gosh. I know. It's everything. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And so take this this week into your manifesting practice, whatever that looks like. First of all, if you have a list, I would go through and, and ask yourself, what all on it is still inspired. <laughs> and if it's not inspired, like get it off so that because it's actually weighing the list down, right? If there's five things that are inspired and 15 that are no longer inspired, your list overall and all your manifesting activities are inherently not inspired because the mm-hmm. percentage, 75% mm-hmm. is not inspired, right? Um, look at that and then take this, I'm going to do it because like, the commitment to my future self, the commitment to what I want to manifest, the commitment to I said I would, and I'm going to evaluate this in a week. Um, do it with that and and celebrate when it really feels good and let it go when it doesn't. Don't attach anything to it. Yeah. This, this is the process of getting the best results with your manifesting. Uh, oh, yeah. my gosh. Yeah. Awesome. And let us know what you guys – what happens, what you come up with, what your experiences are in the um, Manifest It Now podcast. It's a twi- this is a tongue twister for me, but on Facebook, we have a group and you can jump in there and share in your wins and celebrate and let us know any, any comments and, and feedback too. Absolutely. And have a fantastic week. Bye. Bye. Hey, it's Ginny. Cass and I talk a lot about alignment being essential to manifesting. So if you're curious how to measure your own level of alignment, I created a quiz for you. Pop over to my website at ginnygain.com, that's G-I-N-N-Y-G-A-N-E.com, and check it out. Oh, and definitely have fun with it. Go be awesome! Thank you for joining us on the Manifest It Now show, where you learn how to leverage the law of attraction to manifest your dreams. Now that you're inspired, share the love and review us on iTunes. While you're there, remember to subscribe.